Hi, and welcome to the Sit Down with Suzanne podcast. I am your host, Suzanne. I am a published author, a minister, a life coach, and a leader with over 20-odd years of experience leading multi-million dollar corporations in various different positions. And I am here today for your listening pleasure. So thank you so much for joining the podcast. And for my returning listeners, welcome back. And to my new listeners, welcome. I am excited to have you. I am looking forward to wrapping up 2020, as many of you guys are, right? And starting 2021 with a bang. So I wanted to do this show, um, and I actually thought about doing it before Christmas, but I wanted to get through Christmas and do it after Christmas. And this is called, So That Was Christmas, right? So you know the song, So This Is Christmas. So I really wanted to talk about Christmas because I think um, Christmas is interesting this year. And a lot of people, um, you know, had different expectations uh, of Christmas. And a lot of people were disappointed um, in terms of Christmas. It's no secret, you know, COVID-19 has ravaged the entire world. In the United States alone, there's been over 300,000 deaths from COVID-19. You know, right now they have the vaccine out there. You know, people are getting vaccinated, uh, you know, the frontline workers first. And there's many theories and stories back and forth, you know, is it safe? Should they get it? Um, And honestly, I'm not here to debate that. I think that we have to have faith and believe that, you know, we will get out of this, we will get better, but we also have to do our part to ensure that we get better. So like I mentioned, the show is titled, So This Is Christmas, and this is going to be a very short episode today. I just really wanted to dig into Christmas because I noticed leading up to Christmas, there was, you know, I work in retail and there was that franticism, right? There was people were frantic trying to get the perfect gift for Christmas. And there were others who wanted to get the perfect gift and they couldn't get it because, you know, they, they weren't working. They were getting unemployment and things like that. And it, it's different this year for a lot of people because, you know, many people have lost loved ones. Many people have lost, you know, a lot of things that were important for their, you know, their survival. They've lost their jobs. They've lost their homes. Um, they've lost their cars. They, they've lost a lot of things. And the most important thing is, um, and I think the most um, sad thing is, you know, they've lost loved one to COVID-19 and other deaths. You know, people are dying from other causes, except COVID-19. It's just that COVID-19 just seems to be rampaging and just plundering and taking everyone out. And I think the challenging thing about COVID-19, you know, it's we've we're learning so much about COVID-19, right? The misinformation that we were given, um, you know, the downplaying of COVID-19 and just oh some simple steps, you know, could have, you know, not prevented it, but would have caused less um, devastation, right? Um, Less tragedy. So we know that we have to continue to wear masks. We know that we have to continue to wash our hands. We know that we have to continue to social distance. And, you know, in the state that I live in, I saw after the Thanksgiving season, and I get it, you know, people want to spend time with their loved ones, but there was just such an uptick all over the states and, you know, that I live in and actually all over the country of COVID-19 cases. And my concern leading up to the Christmas holiday season, which, you know, I always do big. I love to see my family. 
and all that and my closed ones. But I also know that I wasn't going to, you know, jeopardize my safety and the safety of those that are in my bubble. Um, so, you know, I tried to do Zoom and connect with people, um, things like that. It's not the same, obviously, but I felt like at least you have an opportunity to see these people, um, your loved ones. So I am concerned about what the current um, case case count is going to look like because I'm seeing some preliminary numbers, right? I'm sounding like a doctor. (laughs) I'm seeing some preliminary numbers off the cases of COVID-19 and it is a little scary. So I know we want to see our loved one and Christmas has happened. A lot of people did not stay inside their bubble. You know, people traveled and I get it. People have to live their life. But my thought is this, if we do everything we can to flatten the curve, um, if we do everything we can to limit the amount of new cases daily, then eventually we'll get back to a point, which I'm looking forward to that distant day when we can get back to you know, normal things, you know, go into the bowling alley. Okay. I don't bowl. Um, but you know, it's a thing people bowl. All right. I'm going to the movie theaters. I love the movies, although I have been enjoying, you know, getting the movies in the theater and in my home at the same time and watching it from the comfort of my own home. And you know, that I, you know, I don't know if you've ever gone to the movies with kids, but when the movie gets to the good part, that's when they need to go to the bathroom. And, you know, I'm the type that I do take the kids to the bathroom. So you got to take the kids to the bathroom and then they want something. And, you know, you come back and you miss 10, 15 minutes of the movie. So the beauty of watching the movie from the comfort of my own home is like, you know, when the kids need the bathroom break, I could certainly pause the TV and and go then. So, and you know, plus I'm comfortable in my home. I have my blanket, all of that. I have my popcorn without paying, you know, a lot of money. And this is not a knock against movie theaters because I absolutely love movie theaters, but I am certainly enjoying um, the perks of watching the movie from my home. So listen, people, I get it that you want to be with your friends, your family, and your loved one. We've been cooped up for a very long time. But like I said, if the if sacrificing now yields a much bigger return, I think it's important. It's like anything in life, you know, if you watch what you eat and, you know, eat in moderation, then, you know, you have a healthier lifestyle. If you save money now, you know, at the end, when you retire, you have more money. So, you know, it's things like that. And I think it's the same thing with COVID-19, right? If we do the safe things um, now um, and make the sacrifice, because it is a sacrifice, um, you know, to be very honest, not to see your loved ones, uh, things like that. But if you do it now, we can get out of this a lot sooner. I mean, my prediction is September 2021 is when we're going to get out of this. And that is a little scary because 2021 hasn't started yet, right? Um, And that's nine months away. So I really would not want us to push it any further. Um, I see that the vaccine is going out um, and more. I, we don't really know the and results of the vaccine as of yet, but I am praying that it was, it is safe. I'm praying that, you know, as more and more people get vaccinated, that this curve will be flattened. And before we know it, COVID-19 will be gone. But 
you know, I'd be remiss if I don't point out that there is a new strain of COVID-19, which was seen in the UK. Um, and it was written that I think they found two cases in Canada. And, you know, my concern is this, is it in the United States? So let's do our part. Christmas came, um, you know, and, you know, people did what they did. But let's be mindful going forward of what we are doing. New Year's Eve, you know, it's a big night of celebration. People celebrate a lot of different things. I'll be in church. My church is doing our watch night service via Zoom this year. So it will definitely be different um, because we're used to gathering together, drinking our apple cider and just ringing in the New Year's in the house of the Lord. But I think um, it's a matter of perspective. Um, and we will be gathered together individually in our own home. Um, but we'll be celebrating the Lord. We'll be celebrating life and just thanking God for all the things that we have gotten, you know, for this year. So one of the things that, you know, I've been talking to people about for the holiday season and a lot of people who were not in the same financial position that they were in in previous years to get the big gifts and things like that. And, Christmas is not about gifts. Yeah, I know, I know, I know I work in retail and I shouldn't say, but it's not about gifts. And I think that we have to really work very hard to instill that in your home, in your lifestyle. Like for my kids, do I buy them gifts? Absolutely. I love buying things for my kids. Um, But it's very important for me for them to understand that first and foremost, Christmas is about the birth and celebrating, you know, Christ. Um, and it's about family and then gifts is third. You know, it's interesting. Um, so every year we always do, we get up as a family and I do a big breakfast. I love Christmas breakfast. I love setting the table for the breakfast, you know, the whole nine yards with the teapot and the, just everything, the plates, the serving platters and everything and the utensils and all of that. So we do a big breakfast. And then, you know, of course we have the matching pajamas and we take the pictures. So every year we've always done that. And then we do the gifts late in the afternoon after two, three, you know, whenever, because I want the kids to know that it's not the most important thing. So this year, my daughter's 14 and my other daughter is seven. And, you know, I said to my husband, it was like after 10 in the morning and they were up late the night before. And believe me, it wasn't because they were waiting on Santa. It was they were up late because I ended up falling asleep and they were talking and playing and I fell asleep. Right. So as a lot of parents have found um, during this quarantine season, you know, these kids could outlast you. I'm like, my eyes start rolling shut, right, at a certain point. So they were up late. Um, so it was like 10 o'clock. And I said to my husband, my goodness, we haven't heard a peep out of them. And so finally, we're like, okay, let's get them up. So we're like, all right, guys. So I said to my husband, do you think... Um, we're going to open gifts first or they're going to have breakfast. And he was like, no, they're definitely want to go on gifts. And I said, no, I said, no, they're going to want to do breakfast first. So first my 14 year old comes in and I say, Hey, what do you you know want to do first? She's like, mom, we've always done breakfast first. Okay, great. The seven year old comes in. I said, what do we want to do first? She's like breakfast. Okay. And you know, my husband's like, wow, I would have lost that bet. So yes, I should have bet because you know, um, I was just so, 
I don't know. It's not pleased. I don't want to say pleased. I was just so touched to see that they wanted to continue the tradition. They wanted to do the traditional breakfast. So everybody helped. And I had set the table from the night before. And my daughter made the waffles, the Belgian waffles, because, you know, that's a thing. Um, we have to do our Belgian waffles for breakfast. And, you know, we all sat down and we had a really good breakfast. And then, you know, we took our pictures with our matching PJs and, you know, had a ball. And then we did the gift. And that's just what it was. We really wanted to do that. And it worked out for us. And, you know, the kids got more gifts than I anticipated because I really didn't expect anyone to give them gifts. But some family members um, did give them gifts. And I had let them know to them, like, they did not have to give them gifts. And, you know, we gave the kids some things that we definitely know that they had wanted, that they had been asking for a while. Um, and they were very excited about it. But, again, it was different because... I'm used to family members popping by throughout the day, you know, dropping off, picking up, you know, whatever it was. I always have a meal, um, you know, my brother and my mom and sometimes some other siblings would also come over for dinner and things like that. And it was different this year. It was just the four of us. And it was very, very nice, but it was so scaled back. And, you know, similar to Thanksgiving, it was very scaled back. It was Thanksgiving. I had six people and past year, I think the year before I had 20 something. So it was definitely scaled back. And it was tough, um, to be very honest, because, you know, you're used to seeing, you know, your nieces and your nephews and everybody, but, you know, we all do what we have to do. Um, one of the things that I, I also noticed with people as I was talking to them, like some were concerned that they couldn't do the Christmas they wanted to because they're not in a secure financial position. Um, you know, I'll certainly pray that they get in a different place um, soon. Um, and then some people were concerned about because they were continuing to be blessed, um, you know, they didn't want people, other people to think that they were showing off. And, you know, I said, you know, you have to live your life to you. You have to live your life as long as you know that you're doing the things um, that matter to you. To me, first and foremost, it's faith and family. Those are the utmost two things, right? God first, family second. And those things are important to me. One of the things I did this year, I tried to bless others and I blessed them um, in secret um, because I think that and, you know, the platform that I'm on, right, um, social media and all that. Yes, you know, you want exposure. The more people know about you, um, the more it increases your visibility, the more the sales of the product that you're trying to sell, right, um, product and service that you're trying to sell. But I also think that we have to be able to bless others without letting other people know about it. So, I was able to bless um, some families um, without being, you know, obvious about it because I know that they were having a tough time. And that was a very nice feeling. And, you know, I said to people, if you are feeling that, you know, you're very blessed, you're blessed in abundance. Um, and I'm talking in terms of material things because you have life, you are blessed. Um, you know, help somebody out, you know, do something for somebody and you don't have to put it all over social media and things like that. And if you do social media, which I do, I share, you know, on my public page and I share on my personal page, you know, I with, you know, fun times with my kids, the matching pajamas, you know, setting up for breakfast and things like that. Um, so you can go ahead and bless somebody. Um, there are shelters all over. There are 
different organizations that you could come in contact with. Um, There's families that are in need that just needs basic necessity. Um, I know that a couple of times um, when coming home from work, I would, you know, there's a place in my neighborhood that, you know, there's a lot of homeless people congregate there. And, you know, maybe people will say it's not a big deal, but I brought, you know, just food to them, like boxed individual covered food and gave to them. And, you know, it was gratifying to see that I wasn't the only one who did that. Like I went there and I saw them with a lot of food. Um, So... I, I know that um, there was some cold times and, you know, different shelters that opened, and you know, for them to have a place to stay. So, you know, whatever your situation this holiday seasons, we just have to ensure that we can't worry about what other people are going to think about your situation as long as you're living it to the best of your abilities, you know? So if you are having a tough time financially and you can't afford to do, you know, what you've done in the previous years, that's okay. Um, just continue to be grateful and take the blessings as you see it. Um, if you have been blessed abundantly financially and you are able to make a big splash, maybe bigger than you have been before, you know, don't rub it in people's faces, but you should be able to enjoy the things that you have worked for, um, you know, without feeling that others are going to get offended. And I always think that, you know, the best thing that we can do is to be a blessing to others, to give unto others. And, you know, if you want to share it publicly, that's fine. But I think that sometimes it is nice to bless others um, without letting the whole world know about it. Um, because you know what? I found that, and it's always true, but even more now, people are in need. People are in desperate need of basic necessities, you know, um, help with paying their rent and their mortgage. And I know that there has been a lot going on lately in terms of governors extending, you know, landlords asking for the rents, but also remember some of these landlords, yep, some of them can't afford it, but a lot of these landlords rely on these rents to pay their mortgage. So then, you know, in term, um, they have to worry about their mortgage and things like that. So I know that they are looking into relief for renters. They're looking for relief for homeowners. They're looking for relief for people with utilities and things like that. So there's a lot of um, information out there. Um, I know that for our state, um, you know, in our city, you know, they're like dial 211 and you can get all this information. So get connected to the resources so you can find out what help you have, what help you have access to. Um, and if some of the things that you find is not for you and you think it can bless somebody else, share that information because, you know, this is what this life is about, right? To live our best lives, but to also help others along the way. I mean, honestly, I know sometimes, okay, I think this year has proved it, right? People always say, oh, I want to be isolated, right? I want to be by myself with nobody around. And certainly this year on the quarantine, we get that, we got that opportunity to be isolated. So it wasn't fun, right? So we always talk sometimes that, you know, it'd be nice to be alone, but there are other people out there that are suffering. So let's do all we can to help out. So Christmas has come and gone. And it's funny, um, it, you know, the day before Christmas, when you went into 
retail stores. It was Christmas Wonderland. It was Santa's workshop. It was all over the place. And then the day after Christmas, it was like, it just disappeared. It was just abrupt. It was brutal. All Christmas was gone in a lot of locations. So hopefully it wasn't like that for you. Hopefully you can still celebrate the joy of the season with loved ones. And even though we didn't see our loved ones this holiday season, let's hope you were able to connect with them via Zoom because Zoom does have a free part. Um, you know, you can do a certain amount of people up to 40 minutes. Um, we were able to connect via WhatsApp, if the, you know, international things like that, um, video calls, FaceTime, however you were able to stay in contact and please stay in contact, reach out to a friend or a family member that you haven't spoken to in a long time. Let them know that they're thought of, that they're loved. And especially somebody that, you know, spent, um, the holiday by themselves, um, and depending on, you know, your situation, whether you had a lot of gifts, whether you had a little gifts, whether you had no gifts, enjoy every moment. It's not about the gift. Um, just, it's about faith. Like I said, for me, it's about connections, family and friends, because there's some friends that are like family. And I know that there were a ton of things on the news to keep us, you know, distracted, to keep us um, upset. Um, you know, unfortunately, like when I woke up on Christmas morning, so I do have my phone and, you know, I was looking at my phone and one of the first things I see, I do try, I do read the Bible. The first thing I get up, I read the scripture of the day and that's an app on my phone. That's the first thing, like I read that. I have my Bible next to me, but sometimes I'm not able to, cause you know, I'm not a morning person and jumping up to get to work, but I always read that. It gives you a scripture of the day, the Bible app. Love it, love it, love it. A scripture of the day. And, you know, after that, I saw that there was a bombing in Nashville and, you know, some man decided to, and I say man now because they've released the information who it was at the time. They didn't know who it was, have decided to bomb this place and just the utter devastation. So there are still people doing some evil, evil things. But I just have faith that the good that is in us is better than the hate that is out there. This is why I continue to have hope um, that this COVID-19 will go away. I have faith in God. Um, and this is why I continue to have hope that we will get to a better place in terms of racial tension and um, systemic racism and injustices and inequality. Um, I see tons of uh, information out there. Um, I think there's a lot of people that are willing to learn, but we still have a lot of work to do, you know, where we are in terms of where we were. Yes, there has been movement, but it should not be a question whether someone based on the color of their skin has equal rights as somebody else. It shouldn't be. We were all created equal and not based on the constitution, based on God. We were all created equal. So let's just realize that, right? I'm not going to save solve racism on this show, um, I've certainly experienced my fair share of racism. And, you know, sometimes the hardest part, it's when they don't realize that it is racism when somebody underestimate you because the color of your skin, when somebody um, dim, um, dismisses you because of the color of your skin, when somebody follows you around a store because of the color of your skin. So there's so many things that are happening out there, but I think that there, a spotlight's been shown on it. And I think that we are moving 
towards the future that we envision for the next generation. All right. So this show was just really to talk about Christmas and how was your Christmas? What were some of the things that you did to make it special? What were some of the things that you did um, that was meaningful? What are some of the traditions that you typically do and were you able to do them this year? I would love to hear from you. Please email me at Suzanne at positively Suzanne.com. Um, just let me know how your Christmas was. What were some of the things that you did? What was different this year? And if you did lose someone that you typically celebrated the holiday season with, and you did not have them with you this year, my heart goes out to you. My thoughts and prayers are with you. Um, and I will pray for peace. Um, for you and your family members. And if you're in a different place financially, my prayer is that, um, you know, things will change for you, especially in this upcoming new year. Um, if it's you're without a job or you're unsure about your housing situation, I'll pray that things will change. Um, I know that the stimulus bill, right? Um, hopefully you qualify. It's not massive, but anything helps and that unemployment will continue um, until, you know, people are able to get another job and things like that. And if you're one of them that was blessed financially throughout the new year, hey, you know, I'm happy for you and, you know, let's be a blessing to others. But really and truly what I want you to understand is whatever your situation is, let's celebrate life. And let's be good to each other. Let's do our part to flatten the curve. And as we wrap up 2020 and go into 2021, just think about, you know, all the blessings that you had this year. Um, and even think about the difficult times, because sometimes we don't think about the difficult times as blessing, but they are a lot of times because they teach us. So let's think about, you know, what we're going forward, looking forward to for 2021 and just be a blessing to others. Be kind, be compassionate. So I hope you had um, a blessed Christmas and I am looking forward to my final show of 2020, which will be coming soon um, in a few days, actually before the new year. And we will just kind of talk about some of the highlights and the lowlights of 2020. So that's it from me. Thank you all for listening. Please listen to the podcast on all podcast, podcasting platform. Um, you can get it on my website at um, www.positivelysuzanne.com. It's on iHeart. It's on Amazon Music. It's on Spotify. It's on Pandora. It is on uh, TuneIn. It's on Stitcher. It's on Apple. Um, there's just so many. It's on Deezer. I mean, there's just so many platforms that this is on. I can't remember them all. So please listen to the podcast. Please write a review. Please share with your friends. Please subscribe. And please come back for more because I love having this audience. I love having the opportunity to share my thoughts with you. And I look forward to the next episodes. But until next time, this is Suzanne signing off and saying, be good to you and be good to each other.